Welcome to the Supernatural Life Podcast with Chad Gonzalez, a podcast all about helping you connect with God so you can manifest God to the world. Now, here's your host, Pastor Chad Gonzalez. Hey friends, this is Chad Gonzalez. I want to welcome you to this episode of the Supernatural Life Podcast. Our goal is to help you connect with God so you can turn around and manifest God to your world. We just finished up some tremendous meetings in Tahlequah, Oklahoma. Had a wonderful time there at Abundant Life Church. We had some great healings and miracles take place. I uh, got in some really good things in the Word and realities about who we are in Christ. Some great revelation on some stuff. I learned some stuff in teaching those things. I love uh, when that happens as you're teaching along and just being led and inspired by the Holy Spirit. Uh, you start kind of taking some notes on the inside of your head. Some things just start coming out that you didn't even think of and didn't know. So always fun doing that. Uh, we've actually got some more meetings coming up at the end of the month. We are going to be in Staunton, Virginia at Victory Worship Center. We're going to have uh, two Sunday morning services and a Sunday night service. That's March 31st in Staunton, Virginia. So any of our partners and friends that are out there, we'd love for you to come out and get to meet you and be a part of the meetings. Uh, one other thing I want to let you know about is something we're calling Project ESK, E-S-K, uh, which stands for Europe Shall Know. Uh, not too long ago, I was spending some time in prayer, and that phrase came up. I heard that, Europe Shall Know. And we had been meditating, uh, praying about some things we were going to be doing in Europe, but that came up, and I immediately knew what the Lord meant, was that Europe Shall Know, uh, Philippians chapter 3 and verse 10, when Paul, Paul stated, you know, I will know him. My aim, my, my goal is to know him and the power of his resurrection. And, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine not too long ago, and he said, you know, Europe is very much turned into an atheistic society in which they live and believe from their head. And he said the only way to bypass that is through the miraculous. And so that is our goal and our aim. Uh, we're doing healing crusades all throughout Europe and uh, to help manifest the power of God so people can experience that bring them back to these uh, services and get them saved and get them healed. And then we're also in the process of translating uh, two books of ours, Natural Supernatural and Think Like Jesus. We're getting those and translating those, printing those, and we're going to be distributing those uh, to the pastors in those uh, different countries that we're visiting and doing the crusades. So uh, we're just asking you, hey, if you could partner up with us, that would be great. And you know, a lot of people say, well, I can't do much. Well, but most of us can do five bucks, and that's what we're asking. If you could partner with us for five dollars, that would be tremendous. We'd love it. Uh, it would help us so much. That five dollars will help uh, print one book. And so if you can partner with us um, monthly for five dollars, that would be awesome. You can go to our website at chagonzalez.com, and there is a partner link there, and you can do that. And if you'll do that, we're going to send you a free copy of our book. It's a devotional called Think Like Jesus. It's a 40-day devotional going through uh, the book of John and looking at statements that Jesus made that applies to you and I that we should be making about ourselves. So uh, chatgonzalez.com, $5 a month, and we'll send you a free copy of Think Like Jesus. So, hey, let's get into our study for today. I want to talk about something. It's a post I made on Facebook about a week ago, and it kind of caused up uh, some stir. Not a bad stir, but uh, people thinking and people talking. And I made this statement that healing is easy, that it's just as easy as forgiveness. 
And the reason that I made that statement is because, I mean, it's backed up by Scripture. Uh, but I was looking at the passage of Scripture again, uh, in which the lame man was dropped through the roof with Jesus. And I just put it on there and wasn't thinking too much about it. And then just in seeing all the different statements and comments and questions that people had, uh, it made me really go back and, and visit some things uh, once again. So let's go through this. Uh, if we start off with Psalm 103, verse 1 through 3, here we find that, that forgiveness and healing, uh, they're inseparable friends. Where you find one, you always find the other. Psalm 103, 1 through 3 says this, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. And he says, he forgives all your sins, and he heals all of your diseases. So you see that right there in Psalm 103. Uh, if Again, if you look at 1 Peter 2.24, which is a very, very well-known passage of Scripture in regards to healing, 1 Peter 2.24 says, who his own self bore our sins on the tree, that we would die to sin and we would live unto righteousness, by whose stripes we are healed. And so, just like in Psalm 103, you see the, the relationship, the inseparable relationship between forgiveness and healing. You see it again in 1 Peter 2.24, the forgiveness of sin and the healing of disease. Well, in the story of the lame man that was dropped through the roof, I'm going to read some of this to you. You can find this in Luke chapter 5, and in verse 17 it says, On one of the days when Jesus was teaching, some of the religious law keepers and teachers of the law were sitting by, and the power of the Lord was there to heal them. Some men took a man who was not able to move his body, took Jesus, and he was carried on a bed. They looked for a way to take the man to the house where Jesus was, but they couldn't find a way to take him in because of all the people. So they made a hole in the roof where Jesus stood, and they let the bed down with the sick man, right down before Jesus. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the man, Friend, your sins are forgiven. And then down in verse 22, it says, Jesus knew what the Pharisees were thinking, and he said to them, Why do you think this way in your hearts? Now notice this next statement, verse 23. Jesus says, Which one is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven, or get up and walk? He said, so that you would know the Son of Man has the right and the power on earth to forgive sins. He said to the man who could not move his body, I say to you, get up, take up your bed and go to your house. At once the sick man got up in front of them. He took his bed and went to this home, thanking God. So here's a wonderful statement here. Jesus says, which one's easier? Think about it. He said, which one's easier? You're healed or you're forgiven? Now in our modern day uh, thinking and in our modern Christianity, we would think most people would think, well, forgiveness is easier. But you would see that even back then they thought that there was a difference. Jesus is telling us that forgiveness and healing, not only are they the same, uh, but they're just as easy to receive. I mean, that was the case when he first said, Man, your sins are forgiven you. What Jesus was essentially saying was, Man, you're forgiven and you're healed. But the guy didn't get it, so Jesus had to get a little bit more blunt and basic and said, hey, what I really meant was you're healed. Why would he do that? Because back then, uh, the Jews, they believed that, you know, if someone was sick, if someone was, was diseased, if they were paralyzed, if they were born a certain way, it was because of sin. And so Jesus was letting him know that, you know what, you're forgiven. And if you're forgiven, you're healed. 
And we see that same reality carry through into the new covenant. And that when you receive forgiveness, you also receive healing. That it's a package deal. They come together. And so in this, we see that healing, it's received the same way as forgiveness. Notice Jesus didn't make a big deal about the forgiveness and he didn't make a, a bigger deal about the healing. He said they were the same. So we see that receiving in, it is the very same way. Well, how do you receive forgiveness? Well, number one, you receive it by faith. Uh, we know that there's no work involved. Now we see that, you know, things have changed over time, but, you know, there's no work involved in receiving forgiveness. And in, in one sense, if you think about it, you really don't even have to ask God to forgive you. Now, I mean, you should. You should say, I'm sorry, but forgiveness has already been provided by the blood of Jesus. So in one sense, all you got to do is just say, I'll take that. I receive that. Say, Father, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have done that. I receive your forgiveness. I receive your forgiveness. And so we've been teaching this in regards to healing for the believer. Now, for the, for the sinner, for the unbeliever, it's different. But for the believer, uh, just like forgiveness has already been provided, healing has already been provided. You don't have to ask God to heal you because it's already been given to you. And, and this is why that the life of God, this teaching we've been doing about the life of God for the last several years is so vitally important because you begin to realize that healing is already within your spirit. That power is already there. You don't have to ask God, beg God, do anything to get God to do anything. He's already put it within you. So you just need to realize that it's there and you need to receive it. So just like there's been a shift in our thinking in the area of forgiveness, uh, it's got to happen in the area of healing. You know, many, many years ago, uh, you know, you go back uh, to the Middle Ages and even before that, when it came to the issue of forgiveness, goodness, like it was a big deal. And that's that was about the time that this whole thing of penance came into play. And people thought that, you know, for God to forgive them, and for them to be, you know, right in the sight of God and in the sight of the church, they had to do penance. And so, and it turned into a money-making thing for the, you know, for the church. But, I mean, on the flip side, the people, I mean, they believed it. And they believed it wholeheartedly that they had to do penance for their, for their sins. And so, they were paying money or they are performing certain acts. Even if you look at certain religions today, there's still that piece in there. I was looking at something... Uh, not too long ago, this one particular religion, religion people have to like crawl up this mountain or slither up this mountain like a snake on their bare belly, you know, for like miles just to prove that, you know, what they did was wrong and that they're so sorry. But, you know, uh, as we've gotten into more of the word and gotten more revelation and got back to the original, you know, foundation of the church and and getting back to those realities about you know, the, the grace of God and the, the power of the blood of Jesus, a lot of those things have gone away because we've begun to understand the realities of forgiveness and that God, you know, he already forgave us. And that's very, very easy. And I, and I find it interesting, too, that, you know, you don't see people on Facebook. And this causes kind of a stir, but you don't see people get on Facebook and, and start doing prayer chains uh, for people to pray, pray really hard. So that God will forgive me. Pray really, really hard. Let's get as many people as we can praying so that God will forgive that person or forgive my friend. We don't see that because, again, for the most part, even for the, the baby Christian in our American society, we've got a really good understanding 
that forgiveness is easy. All I've got to do is, is ask God, you know, with a repentant heart, say, I'm sorry, I receive, I, I, I turn, I shift, you know, I turn away from those mistakes and the sin I made and, and I walk away from it. I'm not going to live and do those things again. We don't make a big deal about it anymore. Uh, you know, it's something we know we can do in private between us and God. You don't have to go to someone. But man, when it comes to healing, we've still got a long, long way to go. We've got to understand that healing is the same. And, and as much as the same ways we've, we've started to make that shift that, you know, one sin isn't any greater than the other, which that used to be the case too back then. Because, you know, if it was a big time sin, you know, if it was a big sin, you had to do bigger penance. You had to pay more money. You had to do more stuff. Well, we, for the most part, have a good understanding that sin is sin. I mean, you know, whether you had a bad thought or you did something on the outside, in the eyes of God, sin is sin. Now, in the eyes of man, it's different. But in the eyes of God, sin is sin. Well, in the same respect, in the eyes of God, healing is healing. Like, there isn't an easy healing and a hard healing. Uh, the same power that heals a stomach ache is the same power that heals a blind eye or a deaf ear or, you know, cause a, causes a, a paralyzed foot or paralyzed, paralyzed leg to begin to feel and, and to move. I mean, we actually had that happen last week in the meetings in Oklahoma. There was a lady that her foot, she had no feeling and movement in it. And uh, within a matter of seconds, we laid hands on her, put the power of God in there. And she began to wiggle her toe and her big toe and began to uh, get movement and feeling in her foot. Wasn't that big of a deal. Now, in our eyes, it's a big deal. I know. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Over the last 15 years that we've been doing this, there's been a progression in my mind in which there's been, you know, uh, healing, so to speak. There's been areas that, you know, I'd go to pray for and, and minister to in that there's been a progression which some of those used to be hard areas, and now they've become easy. I think we would all, if we're honest with ourselves, at some point or another, we would we would recognize and realize that in our mind there are some some areas that seem harder to us. You know, if you talk to you know the average Christian, most Christians would say, you know, that uh, you know getting somebody free of a wheelchair, you know, would be a, a, a big deal versus somebody that had like a stomach ache. Now, you know, again, I know that, that in the scripture it talks about how even with Jesus, uh, because of the unbelief, you know, he could do no, no great work. He only did kind of a minor work, you know, and healed some sick folk. You know, there, there's, some, there's some different things going on there. But, you know, in this respect, what we're talking about, there's got to be a shift in our mind, a shift in our mindset and our perspective, and that we begin to see things in, in the area of healing as easy. That it's really, really easy. That just as easy as it is to receive forgiveness, it's exactly that same way when it comes to receiving healing. When it comes to receiving healing. I mean, I remember back, you know, when we first started, for whatever reason, uh, deaf ears was a big deal to me. And, you know, we didn't see a bunch of results back then. But I had to work on that in my mind. And now it's just become where I've begun to see that as a really, really easy thing. And so now we see lots of, um, a lot more results in the area of deaf ears. Goodness, I've lost count how many deaf ears we've seen healed. Same thing when it comes to like short legs or, you know, short arms, stuff like that. That used to be a lot harder in my mind. And now over time, I've worked on that. 
Uh, I've used, you know, the power of meditation and used my imagination to see things and progress in that area. And so now we see really good results in that area. Of course, there's always room to increase and grow, but, you know, we're definitely seeing a whole lot better results now than what we were. Why? Because we've made some progressions in our understandings and there's some shift in our thinking and perspective in regards to healing. And so I want you to remember, if you've had an issue with healing that, you know, maybe you've struggled, you've gotten frustrated. Um, I want you to take a couple of these scriptures. And I just want you to meditate on these things. Psalm 103, 1 through 3 says he forgives our sins and he heals our diseases. First Peter 2, 24 says that he bore our sins so we would die and cease to exist to sin. So we could live under righteousness by whose stripes we're healed. As we pointed out, 1 Peter 2, 24, the focus of that scripture isn't healing. The focus is uh, you living under righteousness and healing is the byproduct. So again, 1 Peter 2.24 is great and then it points out that th this wonderful reality that when you receive forgiveness, when you uh, were positioned with him and in him, healing is very natural. It's a very natural byproduct. It's already there. You don't have to do anything uh, to try to get it. You just need to receive it. Uh, it's you putting your faith in his grace. Grace provided forgiveness we receive it by faith grace provided healing we receive it by faith so say this with me healing is easy it really really is and friends i'm telling you just like we did with forgiveness over those years the more we begin to think like this and talk like this and you know if, when you're ministering to people as you begin to, to teach this that healing is easy talk about that in your church talk about that in your small groups talk about that with your friends healing is easy Healing is natural. Healing is normal. It's so easy to receive healing because it's already been provided and it's been given to me. Well, I hope that helped you. Uh, there's some wonderful, wonderful truths and realities there in those couple of scriptures. Meditate on those things. Write them down. Put them on a post-it note. Put it in your bathroom, your refrigerator. Put it in your car. But healing, it is easy. Friends, if you're going to be out there in the Virginia area, come out and see us. We'd love to meet you, shake your hand, give you a hug, say hello. Uh, again, if you can partner with us uh, for $5 a month for Europe Shall Know, that would be so awesome. Do that. We'll send you that book as a thank you and our appreciation for helping us to spread the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ, his healing power all throughout the nations of Europe. God bless you. Have a great day. Remember that in Christ, we always win.